Hello, and welcome to the Interrobang podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Theodore. Chino, ew. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great conversation on the way, but first, here's a look at what's making news at Fanshawe this week. Fanshawe has hired a new anti-racism and inclusion specialist. Troy Townsend will be the college's first anti-racism and inclusion specialist and will report to the Director of Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, Joseph Pisano. Townsend has been a part-time faculty member and academic advisor in the School of Hospitality and Culinary Arts, as well as the School of Information Technology. In her position, she will provide informal support and guidance to staff, students, and faculty who have experienced inequity or oppression, with a particular emphasis on helping racialized campus members. You can contact her and any member of the EDI team for support related to these issues. Summer is here and people are out having parties and road trips, but while you're planning your next exciting outing, the London Health Sciences Centre is asking you to be aware that hospital waiting rooms are experiencing an increased volume of patients caused by staff shortages due to the pandemic. July 5th was Parachute's National Injury Prevention Day, and 60% of seriously injured patients occur in the months of May to August. So with everyone excited to get back outside after years of summer lockdowns, please be advised that there are several ways to prevent injury this summer. You can read more about it on our website in our article regarding injury prevention. And in case you missed our show last week, London is now the new test city for a by women for women rideshare service called Wilma. Co-founder and CEO of Wilma, Terry Phipps, says she created the service after hearing so many stories of women in difficult and compromising positions while using other rideshare services. Wilma is a membership platform that costs about $15 a month and has no booking fees. Although it is a women-only ride service, the women who have a membership are allowed to have guests with them of any gender. For security, the platform uses a highly advanced background check for its drivers, and members are accountable for the behavior of guests towards the drivers. This ensures that both members and drivers are protected from inappropriate behavior and feel safe using the platform. Now, today we're back with an all-new episode of Reporter Rants. Reporters Kate Otterbein and Zoe King are back on the podcast, and we've got a lot of catching up to do. So without further ado, Zoe and Kate, welcome back to the show. Both of you, you've both been here before. Hi, thank you for having us. Hi, thank you. (laughs) Hey, guys. So, well, let's start here. How's everyone's week going? We're, We're recording this on Wednesday, so we're about halfway through. Um, how's, how's it going so far? For me, I'm still kind of recovering from the Rogers outage. I still can't believe that that happened, that everything shut down. But I did see that there was like, um, an automatic credit to my account because I was seeing like on different news, uh, stations that they were planning on crediting accounts. And I did see a reduced amount, which was good. Yeah. How, (laughs) so... How much did you get? Because initially, I think they were giving people two days worth of missed service. And then people complained so much because that would have been like $6, which is mm-hmm. what I got. Because I called Start, 
which is my internet provider, which is owned by Rogers. And I was like, Hey, like I saw that Rogers said they were going to be crediting people like our start customer is going to be credited. And she was like very thrilled to offer me six whole dollars because <laughs> yeah, like she was like, Oh, I'm going to triple what we'd normally do. Um, oh, so that, God. yeah. So that was like the equivalent of normally it's a dollar a day for missed service, but mm-hmm. they upped it to $3 a day. And she gave me two full days of missed service, but now they're going to give people five days of missed service. So like what, how much did you get back Zoe? Well, I only got back $10 off of my original bill for that month, yeah. which it's not that much, but I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. Right. Like our internet bills are so expensive. Any, <laughs> anything is nice. Um, yeah, but I did see that there was like obviously because Rogers is connecting connected to Interact and like the debit and credit card machines. I did see that like there was a lot of companies that were complaining that the two days or five days was still not gonna be enough because obviously like they did lose out on a lot of business for that one day. That's true. Um, yeah, so I think that they're like trying to get a request to maybe get the entire month like free of service I don't know if it will happen or not but that is what I saw one of the ways they're trying to get more compensation could be that is really I didn't really think about it from the business perspective that like yeah that would have been a lot of revenue loss because everyone makes debit payments right like I, I I was at a complete loss that day because I thought I didn't know like all inter almost every interact machine is operated through Rogers I thought cause I was here on campus and I was, I thought, oh, I'll take cash out here. Cause you know, we had internet at campus, but even here, the interact machines were not working. So if you didn't already have cash um, or a credit card in some cases, then you were kind of like SOL for buying anything that day. Um, yeah. And yeah, that could, that would definitely have been a big hit for a lot of places. The banks were so lined up though. Like I was able to stop at um, RBC on my way home from London because I went home because I couldn't do anything here. Um, And it was working thankfully there. But like I saw in the news that that night that there were like so many lineups and so many people waiting at like different banks across the city Mm. to be able to get cash out. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a pretty, like, were you personally impacted at all, Kate? Like, did you lose service? Um, I, my apartment building didn't have any Wi-Fi, um, which wasn't really a huge loss because it was, it's bad on a good day here. Um, for me, at least my roommates have no problem, but I never have good internet. Um, but I was also out of data was the thing. So like, I didn't have any data left to use so I literally was basically just sitting here doing nothing and I'm like okay so I can shower I can eat lunch but then to do anything more that like for work I needed to go home (laughs) yeah no I was like I remember I came over to Zoe's desk at like it was like quarter to four and I was like I'm ready to go home but I don't want to because I don't have internet there (laughs) we ended up watching I'm, I'm very lucky to have a partner who still values having like physical DVDs, um, and tapes, but we didn't use those <laughs> because who, I think we got rid of our VCR only like last month though. <laughs> like this wasn't like, Oh, we haven't had one for years. Like we actively got rid of it recently, <laughs> but 
we have like every season of the Simpsons on DVDs. So we watched a bunch of Simpsons reruns. And then for some reason, I don't know where it came from or why I had it, but we had dream girls on DVD with Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson. Um, I've heard of it. I've never watched it. It's, um, I mean, it's based on a Broadway musical. I know I knew a lot of the music, but I don't think I'd ever actually seen the movie all the way through. Um, it was fun. I mean, it helped, it killed time, which (laughs) (laughs) that was the goal. It was just like, get through the day, (laughs) but it is crazy how, um, like the whole country was just like out of standstill. Yeah. And that's kind of terrifying to think of because obviously not everybody is with the same provider. Not everybody is with Rogers, Mm -hmm. but the fact that so much was impacted by it, like, how can that happen why is that a thing like it's 2022 we have so much technology (laughs) I don't understand (laughs) it makes me it makes us feel like or me anyway like it feels very vulnerable it feels very fragile and even if you were to like like because I saw a lot of people saying oh I'll just I'll switch now say okay to like bell or telus and then if bell goes down then what you know it's these to only have like really three providers there's Shaw you know as well, what I, I guess, saw? But, yeah I saw that some of the the companies that were impacted they're trying to claim false misrepresentation from Rogers oh my <laughs> because God. Rogers is like known to have the best service in Canada and to be shut down and have everyone in like such a hard spot to be saying that you're the best service they're like super upset with that statement after what happened on Friday Wow. I mean, it's true that like, this is not the first time this has happened either. Like Rogers had an outage just a few months ago as well. Yeah. Literally uh, like both, <laughs> right before the new year, was it not? Yeah. It's somewhere around then. And honestly, like I, I have start and start uses Rogers satellites or towers or whatever. And I, I don't know. I know it's like a discount. It's a discount brand. But even then, like our service is shoddy. I have to say, I'm not like trying to, I'm not trying to put Rogers on blast right now, but they kind of did it to themselves with (laughs) this, this freaking outage that just, I, I feel like sent everyone into a tailspin for a day. There are some places that we are, are far beyond the reach of any Rogers satellite. Um, and we know that now because of these excellent photos that NASA released yesterday. Did anybody see these? I, I heard about Pol Pot. My God. I, like I didn't like read through it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could explain them because they're, they're like, like space in general is very confusing to me. Um, and these pictures are confusing to me because they're like billions of years old. Like what we're seeing is, is from the past, which I don't understand. Um, I mean, I, I get it, I think, but it just feels mind blowing to like acknowledge that. Um, cause that's how long it took the light to actually reach us. <laughs> that's such a crazy, crazy, crazy thought. Like it's what insane. the heck? we're looking into the, into the literal past. Um, and some of these photos, like I was kind of, I was watching the live stream yesterday as they were coming through. And truly, like, there were a couple of them that brought me to tears. Like, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, like, very, um, so incomprehensible to, like, look at these images. And they're so clear. Like, if you guys get a chance to see them, it's just truly 
amazing. I have them pulled up right now. Oh my God. Yeah. It like the best way I can describe it. If we're talking about the same picture Mm -hmm. is it's like, it's almost as if when you pour milk or cream into coffee. (laughs) Oh, I think you're looking at the Karina Nebula photo, which is actually my desktop background now. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, yeah, I am. I, is that not okay. So they've released a lot of pictures. There were like four or five, I think that were released. So yeah, that one is yes. A a small portion of the Karina Nebula. And I'm going to try to understand, to like articulate what I think the picture is and what they've said that I think it's basically, they, they called them cosmic clouds or cosmic cliffs rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're seeing is just like space dust, basically. That's um, so cool. I love space. I'm fascinated with space. And like that, like we are made of the same stuff, like stars exploded billions of years ago and led to us. And so like now we're looking at what that might've looked like, which I think is really cool too. Um Everybody yeah. keep that in mind when you're feeling down, feeling like you're not enough. Just remember you are a star at heart. Yes. Yeah, you're this is getting really deep. Well, <laughs> and like, just to like, to like, that's that I feel like that's why I was so emotional because I mean, especially like we work in journalism. So we spend every day focusing on these, like these stories. Right. And like, we're trying to leave a mark by telling stories, which is what humans have always done. Right. We love leaving little nuggets of ourselves for the future generations. Um, and like, we do that every day, but when you it, like in the history of the whole universe and the, the vastness of the universe, it just feels like, wow, we are so small. <laughs> and like, I, I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, like we're so, we're so small and nothing matters. You can, I think you can have that mindset, but also be like that kind of rules. Like we're so small and nothing matters. So like, let's just maybe, uh, our life. <laughs> yeah. Like just be happy with the, with what we get, <laughs> like, you know, our, our more time- grateful, <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it was very awe-inspiring to see. And I'm trying to, I don't know if I'm, if I'm saying this right either, but apparently like one of those photos, the ones, the one where you can see all of the galaxies um it was the first picture they released and there are like hundreds and hundreds of galaxies in this picture that look like stars but that's just how many galaxies there are out there um so cool insane and um if you were to think this is i might be explaining this wrong but if you were to take a grain of sand from like the beach and hold it up and over like towards the sky that is the size of the portion of the galaxy that's or the universe that's pictured in that photo. Oh my goodness. Hundreds of thousands of galaxies are just the size of one grain of sand. (laughs) That's so crazy. Like like, what? (laughs) Literally, like what does that even mean? I can't, it's so hard to, to fully grasp, but the pictures themselves are truly, um, a force of, of human technology, really. Like that is, that is the strongest, farthest reaching telescope that humans have ever created. Um, and this is the James Webb telescope. Yes. Confirm, right? James yes. Webb telescope. Okay. That's right. I'm yeah. in the right spot now. Yes. You got it. Pictures. <laughs> well, and one of the interesting things too, is, is when you compare them to what we had before, which is the Hubble telescope, most people are familiar with the Hubble telescope. And we thought those pictures were like, oh my gosh, amazing. 
And then when you put them side by side, it's like, wow. It's like you just, it's like putting glasses on. Like you yeah. could, it was like blurry before and now you can see so clearly. It's just, um, yeah, that's probably been like one of my highlights from this week is just like seeing those pictures. <laughs> um, I have like really beautiful. Yeah. Even just, yeah. Without getting into the, 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 the scary deep parts of it, it's just pretty. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. looks cool. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I have a new desktop background now. <laughs> Wait, no. So like, okay, this is, this is related. Um, I might sound like a loony bin, but realistically, I want to, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this, especially now after seeing these pictures, I've always been the type of like the universe is too big for us to be the only life form. What are your thoughts? Are there other life forms out there in these multiple universes and galaxies? That's a great question. I actually had someone say something yesterday that I was like, yeah, you know what? This is me. I think that it's too big with too much potential for there to not be any other form of life. Like, even if it's just a microscopic speck somewhere, like the, the, the ingredients for life have to exist in more than one place in this huge universe. However, I don't believe anyone who's ever said they've seen like a UFO or something. (laughs) Fair, fair. It's you know? almost big to know that you've seen one. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I think you know, they, I'm certain that there is some form of life out there. I don't think we will ever see it. Is kind mm-hmm. of my vibe. I don't know. So, Zoe, what do you think? I feel like for me, I definitely feel like there is life other than on Earth. But I honestly, I try not to think about it too much because I kind of scares me um not in like a weird way or anything I just don't really know like if you think about it it's kind of weird to think that there is another form of life that isn't on earth even though that's a very real thing that could be happening do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah so I try not to think about it too much (laughs) yeah I think it yeah it forces you to like acknowledge how much there is out there and and I think also like for me, it makes me think about the absolute randomness of life on earth and like how unlikely it is that life was able to exist here and like thrive in the way like this ball, this ball that we live on was on fire for millions of years. (laughs) And then it was like chemical soup in the ocean. Like it was not, it was not habitable. And now we just live here. (laughs) and like argue about racism and stuff like it's just it's literally like the 100 coming to life true although our well I guess the 100 is based off of us you know you know what I mean (laughs) no it's just we we exist in like um I I like this term that I've seen astronomers use called like Goldilocks conditions where like life was created on earth in, in just what happened to be the perfect conditions. Um, you know, like Goldilocks is like, this was just right. Like, that's what it was yeah. like. For just I a love that like, phrase. That's so cute. Yeah. Right. And it, it's, it's such a good way of putting it. Like before it was, it was too hot or it was too cold. And like, right now we're just very lucky to exist in an era that is, you know, in terms of, astronomy pretty or yeah astronomy I was gonna say astrology that is that's the the other kind the other <laughs> thing. um 
yeah, like in terms of astronomy, this is like a pretty peaceful time for our galaxy, you know? Um, we've got a few years before the sun explodes. You know? <laughs> a few years. Just a few years. Okay, but like at this point, it's a race between do we blow up the earth with like global warming and stuff or does the sun <laughs> blow us up first? <laughs> <laughs> My that kind of reminds me of the Umbrella Academy. I don't know oh, if you'll yeah. ever I, there's like a new season and I haven't watched it <laughs> I know I'm behind too I remember watching the first like couple of episodes um I've been what am I I'm I'm watching the OC right now <laughs> oh my god I love that show oh my god they just added all of it to Amazon I watched it when I was young like too young probably <laughs> 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 but um yeah it's so it's like so funny watching it with with fresh eyes and there's I a lot of I stuff I forgot. You should honestly, like there are so many twists and turns that there are parts that I was, I got surprised again. Like I was seeing it for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like there was a moment in season two where I was like, oh, I forgot about this. And I like freaked out. Like I was, I was seeing it all over again. <laughs> What's I honestly about? miss the cast so much. Like the I miss Marissa so and like um yes. Summer. I miss Summer so much. She is so funny. Um, Kate, did you ask like what it's about? Yeah, like I don't even like I know you've talked about it in the yeah. before, but I don't think I've ever seen it. So it's the premise starts as basically like a fish out of water scenario where this kid from like a lower class neighborhood um gets caught up in a crime um where his brother steals a car and he happens to be in the car as well um and he ends up being assigned a public defender and the public defender is this guy who lives in a fancier neighborhood called orange county and when it turns out that this kid doesn't really have a home anymore. His parents have abandoned him and his brother's in jail. Um, the defender takes him in and like brings him into his own family and like moves him into his Orange County house and they have a son um, and they kind of, and eventually they end up adopting him. So it's like this kid from a, a lower class neighborhood who ends up, um, you know, being adopted into this upper class family and like the, yeah it's like fosters vibes yeah you know it's really like what I'm finding watching it is because it's so easy to make rich white people very like one note and like one dimensional right um and I think what I'm so surprised as I'm watching the show is that everyone is very three-dimensional like the every character is both good and bad um it's not like cookie cutter soap opera writing either like it's very funny um yeah it's I I'm my boyfriend is watching it for the first time and he is like a total like cinephile type and even he's like this is good (laughs) (laughs) the show is good and it's true it's why it reminds me of 90210 yeah same era I feel like yeah that's probably why yeah like it came out around the same time and it's both like kind of chick flick kind of thing but it's still good for like everyone to watch yeah exactly I like that and and I think what what makes the OC unique too is that yes there are lots of like romances that take place but the core of the show is actually this like male male relationship between 
Ryan and Seth. So the adopted yeah. kid from Chino and the son who was originally part of the family, really what's at the core of the show is their friendship. Um, their bromance. Yeah. Like, you know, just, <laughs> I feel like so many of those shows, usually the, the main protagonist was a girl, right? Um, yeah. but this show, like the main protagonist are, are it's, it's these two guys, which is very, it's just very charming. And yeah, I don't know if it, it, it's on, it's on Amazon. So this is the time to like indulge in the OC. I think I'm going to have to start watching it. This has been a wonderful conversation as always. Thank you so much to both of you for joining me on the show. It's always a pleasure to catch up with our reporters. Thank, Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interrobang podcast. We are off next week, but as always, you can catch up with all the latest episodes on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe. For the Interrobang, I'm Hannah Theodore.